0: Welcome into Locked On Golden Gophers, coming up on today's show.
1: Thank you for uh, taking time to join us. I apologize for the uh, delayed start. I recognize you all have busy schedules.
0: Yes, we do. And if you could not get in from Art Coyle's press conference about Richard Bertino's firing yesterday, we'll break down everything he said.
1: Uh, we made a change in leadership with our men's basketball program last night. I did not come to Minnesota to be 500.
0: That's coming up on the show. Oh, and by the way, Gophers hockey won a Big Ten championship. We'll talk about that, too, here in the big win over Wisconsin on Locked On Golden Gophers today. All right, welcome into the show, everyone. Nate Dickinson with you here. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. Hope you're out there, if not celebrating, outside tonight, if it allows for you to celebrate at least a little bit inside with whoever you do have with you. Happy Wednesday and welcome to the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast. We've got big show for you today. Mark Coyle talking about Richard Petino's firing in just a minute, and then later on the Gophers win the Big Ten championship on the ice. That's all coming up right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. But before we get to it, we of course, as always, have to break down everything that happened over the last 24 hours in Gopher sports. We will start with the big news, though. Minnesota Gopher Hockey is Big Ten champion, six to four winners over Wisconsin. Minnesota jumping out to a 5-1 to lead with three goals over a 3-minute and 37-second span in the second period. Minnesota almost lost it, giving up three goals in a row in a third, but then an empty netter closed the door for the Gophers. A 6-4 to win make Blake McLaughlin with two goals and two assists. To lead the way out on the ice, Jack LaFontaine was named Tournament Most Outstanding Player and four Gophers make the all-tournament team. In other hockey news, earlier before the game yesterday, Jack LaFontaine got another honor. He was named Big Ten Goalie of the Year, an award that is, of course, big to get, but not one that was unexpected for the goalie in Minnesota. And in other sports for the Gophers, Gopher softball had some trophies come their way as well. McKenna Partain was named Big Ten Player of the Week and Sarah Kinch, Freshman of the Week. Don't think there's actually trophies for that stuff, but sentimentally maybe. On Gophers Women's Golf, they finished ninth of 18 teams over at Briar Creek in the Invitational at South Carolina. And also Jarvis O'Mersa of the men's basketball team. Remember him? He opted out earlier in the season, has now officially entered the transfer portal. His time as a Gopher is done. In women's soccer, Big Ten Freshman of the Week announced it was the Gophers Sophia Bowman. And finally, we talked about it yesterday, but it actually happened. Made official after we recorded for yesterday's show, but Richard Pitino hired as the new head coach of the New Mexico Lobos. He was unemployed for about 12 hours before the new gig came his way. That's all to tell you about as far as what's going on with the Gophers in the last 24 hours. As far as today, only one event to tell you about. The Women's Swimming NCAA Championships are starting up this afternoon in Greensboro. The Gophers in 2019 finished 11th as a team. We'll, of course, update you on everything that's going on over there in Greensboro as it it goes down throughout the week. We're again talking about later on today. In today's show... Richard Pitino's firing and what Mark Coyle had to say about it yesterday as he took to the podium to face the media for the first time since the decision was made to let go of the former Gopher head coach. What did Coyle say? We'll break it all down in just a minute about both Pitino and what's next for the Gopher program. Also later on, good news after some tough news on the Richard Petino front, the men's hockey team Big Ten champions. We'll talk about all that in the 6-4 win over Wisconsin yesterday here on our program on Locked On Golden Gophers. Before we get to any of that, though, Built Bar Madness is still in the thick of things right now. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber protein high fiber Protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now is the time, though, to figure out which of the built bars is best. It's built bar madness. We've been giving you the matchups every single day. Today's matchup actually not announced by the time that we had our recording. This morning, but you can go over to BuiltBar.com and again on Twitter at Built underscore Bar to take a look and vote for the best of the best. We don't know which protein bar is going to end up being the best in the land. That's for you to decide, but we know it's going to be a Built Bar. No doubt about that. Our show today is also brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence into the bedroom. It's a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at the fractions of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. It's an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package, too. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. That might actually be the second best part, because you can try BlueChew for free when you use our promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code LOCKEDON to receive your first month free. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. Back in on Locked On Golden Gophers, Nate Dickinson with you. We're breaking down what Mark Coyle had to say yesterday as he faced the press for the first time since letting go of head coach Richard Pitino. Now, he had plenty to talk about. We're going to get to all of it. But first, while we're covering everything you need to know about the Gophers, what about the rest of sports? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Follow Locked On Today on the Podcast Network wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, so let's talk about Mark Coyle and what he had to say about both the letting go of Richard Pitino and the search for the next Gophers head coach, what we'll focus on more here today. But we'll start with, of course, the process of letting go of someone who Mark Coyle had always said and Patino said the same, that the two guys had a really good relationship together, so... He was, of course, asked Coyle about how this decision came to be to no longer employ Richard Petino. And he had this to say about at least the timeline of what happened. Uh, we started to talk uh, on Friday, uh, last Friday when we got back
1: from Indianapolis. I was there with the women's team and the men's team for the Big Ten tournaments. Uh, so we started to talk more uh, Friday over the weekend and then yesterday, of course. And that's when we made the decision uh, last night that we shared with all of you.
0: So, I I don't know if you want to believe all of that as far as when the decision was actually made. I'd imagine the actual decision was made a little while before even the Big Ten Tournament. Of course, if Patino ends up winning enough games to make the tournament at some point, maybe things change. But, obviously, Mark Coyle knew going into Indianapolis that there was a good chance he was going to let Richard Pitino go unless the team did something special. And he, he said that the discussions weren't being had until after Indianapolis. And maybe he was referring only to the discussions between Pitino and himself. But again, he said the two of them talked. And Pitino had always said that if the bad news comes, the bad news comes. So I don't think there was too much pressure on Coyle. I think Coyle probably knew that even when he was making the decision... Patino likely had that New Mexico job lined up anywho, so as far as the separation between a school and a head coach goes, it couldn't be far more peaceful than what it was, you know? These guys always liked each other. Patino's going to another job right away, another D1 head coaching job nonetheless right away, another Power 5 D1 head coaching job nonetheless, by the way. And then Coyle gets to hire his own guy. Because, while well, again, they had a great relationship. Patina was there before Coyle showed up. So now he gets to bring in whoever that guy is. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Who are the guys that Mark Coyle has hired before? How could it maybe give us some indication as to who he may hire in the future? We're going to break all that down later on here on tomorrow's show of Locked On Golden Gophers. But the relationship between the two was good enough and the situation was good enough that there's no hard feelings. And I really do believe that when he says that about what he and Patino went through over the last couple of weeks. Now, he then went on to talk more about just what the team's going to be looking for going forward and what he looks for out of Minnesota. And this is part of this clip that we played at the top of the show, but I really do think that this was one of the statements that he was trying to make. He brought up stuff like this all the time when he was talking about the next head coach, just about the kind of culture that Minnesota has. One, really selling the program and also really giving people something that, they can rally behind without a head coach in this program. He cites a lot throughout this press conference, just everything Minnesota has from Williams Arena to the history and everything else. And it epitomized this in this one quote that, again, we used part of at the top of the show.
1: Uh, I did not come to Minnesota to be 500. Uh, I'm very aware that it's been since 1982. uh, And there is no reason why we can't compete at a high level.
0: And that's something I've always really liked about Coyle. Just the idea that uh, while he's obviously there to make the money and I've never seen him in the time in covering Minnesota or even in the year when I was a student at Syracuse when he spent his one year there. I've never seen Coyle do anything to stray away from the money to be able to help his athletes or coaches. That's obviously what he's there to do at Minnesota, but I feel like Coyle does understand the importance of winning, which isn't that hard to understand in college sports, but obviously if you're winning more, you're making more money. So, Coyle, unlike some people and even though it's hard to believe, really gets that winning helps, and he wants to get this team to win maybe more so than some of the front office people in athletic departments who are focused more on how the team is going to make the money than how the team's actually going to perform. Again, Coyle just seems like he's one of those guys who actually cares. Not that I know anyone who doesn't genuinely care, but I know there's people out there who are like that. So it's Important to him to have the right coach out there. And when he's brought in guys, they've been the right coaches, at least on the football field. P.J. Fleck, which he brought in, obviously, to Minnesota, has done well. Dino Babers, who he brought to Syracuse, a team knocks off Clemson a couple of years in, has itself a 10-win season just like the Gophers did. And it's also something, and again, we'll talk about this on tomorrow's show, with... A guy like Coyle, he likes to bring in a guy with the personality. And we're going to break this down in a second when he talks about what he's looking for in a coach. But the personality, I think, which is something out of the four things. He says there's four things that are going to be something we're looking for in a potential candidate. One of those things is the kind of culture and personality he brings in. And I think Coyle weighs that more than a lot of ADs do. And I think that's important. I think it's good. It obviously helps in recruiting. It obviously helps in Being a member of the media, because covering a guy like PJ Flex is a lot more fun than covering some college football coaches out there. And it gives the fans something to be excited about, too, because he's just an exciting guy. I believe that's the kind of guy that you could look for Mark Coyle to hire. But this is what he had to say about what exactly he is looking for. Those four traits I mentioned in a head coach when they make this search. You know, one thing you look at is compliance.
1: Uh, We want to make sure that we have somebody who has great integrity uh, and, and does it the right way.
0: Want a guy that doesn't cheat. Got it. Move on to number two. We've got the disclaimers out of the way.
1: You know, we talk about the academic side of it. You know, our men's basketball program, we've had record grade point averages.
0: Yes, of course, the education side of things is great, but it's not what we really talk about on this podcast. So on to number three.
1: Uh, We talk about the PR, the
0: fundraising side of it. You know, we,
1: we need somebody in here who can come in, can relate with all of you. The media can relate with our donors, can relate
0: with our fan base. And that's the thing I think Mark Coyle cares about more than other athletic directors around the country. He's going to be looking for somebody who not only has the success and ability on the field, but also can be that P.J. Fleck, can be the one who comes in day one and says, you know what, I'm going to row the boat every single day. Media is going to eat it up. Fans are going to eat it up. We're going to raise money. I'm going to do what I need to do on the field, but at the same time, Mark Coyle, I understand what you need to do off the field to help me be successful, and we can work together on that. Mark Coyle has always hired those guys with the personality and the ability to build the culture. We're going to break it down more on tomorrow's show when we look at other hires he's had, but right now, I think that that's the biggest thing when you're starting your search and trying to sniff out who the potential next guy could be Look for that personality just as much as you're looking at what he's done on the basketball court. All right, last and, of course, not least from Coyle. And then the fourth part of that is, you know, you want to look at competitive success. Oh, and by the way, you got to win too. It's something in Mark Coyle going to the podium that was, for a lot of the press conference, really just everything he needed to say. Something Mark Coyle and most... Front office guys and most head coaches are pros at. It was a lot of thanking Richard Patino. It was a lot of just talking about how great Minnesota is and how great of a job this is to have. The only other thing I, I did notice that Coyle said that just kind of perked up the ears, I think, of everybody listening in was that he mentioned that he's already gotten a lot of phone calls on this job and he's been encouraged by the people who have already called in. So while they say they're not going to be using any sort of firmness, this will all be held in-house as to getting their next head coach, it may appear that some of the people have already contacted the guys in-house as to who the lead candidates may be. Now, I don't know what that means going forward. I don't know what kind of tip of the hat that gives us. We'll break that down more again on tomorrow's show when we get deep into analyzing the potential candidates for this job. But at least for now, I'm excited to see what ends up coming up of who Mark Coyle decides to choose because out of his previous hires before it's looking like it's going to be someone who at the very least will be exciting and that's something I think Minnesota Gopher basketball fans really really are craving because well it it hasn't been there at least this late in the year for a long long time. Coming up after the break we're going to talk less about guys without jobs and teams that have been losing and more about Big Ten championship teams like the Minnesota men's gopher hockey team. We're going to break down the win over Wisconsin in the title game in South Bend. Yesterday, look forward to the NCAA tournament. That's all coming up as we wrap up the program here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Nate Dickinson with Locked On. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's Free to sign up. It can be even better than free too. If you use our promo code Locked On at BetOnline.ag, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Back here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Going to break down the Gopher hockey win over Wisconsin to take the Big Ten title in just a minute. But first, are you ready for the NFL Draft? Join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sykema and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we are running out of time, so that is all right. We will get through everything we need to with how great it feels to be a Big Ten champion on the ice over the next few minutes. Minnesota Gopher Hockey dominates early over Wisconsin, then holds on late to take home a 6-4 Big Ten championship, the team's second Big Championship and first since 2015, third appearance in the Big Ten title game. So ends a bit of a drought for the Gophers as far as the Big Ten goes. With the win over Wisconsin, Minnesota also has now defeated every other team in the Big Ten tournament at least once. So that's something you can tell your friends about at the water cooler, if you like, on this Wednesday. But as far as going forward for the Gophers, selection shows on Sunday. Minnesota now has a Big Ten title under its belt. It has an NCAA leading 23 wins and a pretty good resume for the number one overall seed. Now... The women's team did not make the NCAA tournament in a shocker. That obviously won't happen here with the Gophers they're in. But the question is, what will the path be? And we'll break it all down next week here on Locked On Golden Gophers as well. But Minnesota looking like it's getting hot at the perfect time as it gets ready for the tournament. And as we mentioned, even more so yesterday. Just more examples of Minnesota getting some of that experience in the postseason that you like to see out of any team, even one as experienced as the Gophers. First two games, Gophers don't even lead for a second. They don't lead until they won it in overtime. And then the Gophers jumped out to a big lead in the championship, end up having to hold on late after slipping a bit, and end up getting that foothold to take home the trophy. It was everything you wanted to see out of a Big Ten tournament as far as what you want to see a team face, how they overcome, and of course, getting all the wins you need to take home that hardware. A big, big win for the Gophers, and I'm excited now This last week of games makes you more excited for this NCAA tournament, I think, than anything you saw in the regular season. It was so intense all the way throughout, from thinking a couple of nights ago that you were going to go down to Michigan State, to the big deficit against Michigan going into the third, and then almost blowing again against Wisconsin. The ups and downs don't get any bigger than that, and especially when it keeps going up the way that it has for Minnesota with these wins. I don't know how you can't be excited about being able to watch this team going forward. We'll, of course, keep you covered on the Gophers on the ice as well as everywhere else. Every weekday here on Locked On Golden Gophers. And I'll be back tomorrow with a little bit of a look forward for the Gopher basketball team. Who could be the potential replacement? We've talked about it before, but tomorrow we're going to really break it down. Talk about who Mark Coyle has gone after in previous coaching hires. Who could be lured to Minnesota? The easiest. All of that next time here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Until then, row the boat, Skyumon, go Gophers. Nate Dickinson, here with Locked On.